The following program is intended for mature audiences. Expect the best. Plan for the worst. Blame someone else. I'm T.C. Petty III, and this is Deep Design with T.C. Petty III. The Horror of Production. Production. Production is all around us, in our homes, in our streets, in the food we eat, the water we drink, and sometimes in the air we breathe. Almost everything we encounter in our daily lives has been produced. That's right, even you. When your father's condom broke and he hastily married your mother out of guilt, those two sluts you know as parents produced you. But what is production? What does it mean? What is a product? Who are producers? Who am So you made a game, you played it, you sold it to some sucker. Now you must experience the torturous process of watching the potential of your concept slowly turn into a horrific reality. Up until this moment, your design has been in the concept phase. It is a working concept, and it is a game in the sense that it has rules and a functional set of required components, but it isn't a game. An aesthetical exterior must be grafted upon its delicate frame, and it must be done without compromising the functionality and rule set that is already in place. All that lovely potential, that limitless source of air that expands forever energetically in all directions, it will now be contained in a cold, lifeless cardboard shell. Worst of all, you gotta be someone happy with it, because you'll be lovingly revisiting all those imperceptible flaws for the rest of your life every time you gaze with disdain at your imperfect, puny, pathetic little game. Even if you say you don't care, yes, James Ernest, I know you made American Idol the collectible card game, and yes, you should wear a crimson A on your lapel for the rest of your days for it. If you ever want to do this all again without the hassle of self-publishing, you can't rail against your publisher and bash your own game. And you know what? Honestly, it's your fucking fault if the game sucks. You made it. You sculpted out the publisher. And you had a chance to become involved in the process. You, you, goddamn you. Okay, I guess sometimes it's not your fault, but this episode is about what to expect during the production process. So you've signed a game. The game is in the publisher's hands. Your work is over, right? No. Hell no. Workflow. Did you know that successful companies maintain an efficient workflow system? It's true. The reason they establish and maintain proper distribution of labor and adapt this system as new employees are hired is for several reasons. Quality control. Consistency. Branding. And personal accountability. And these are just a few of the amazing benefits of workflow. You know what most of the hobby board gaming industry doesn't have? That's right, workflow. Why? Because most of the hobby industry is terrible at their jobs. Oh man, do they suck. Here's an unfair comparison. Imagine if you drove up to one of those Jiffy Lube-style oil change shops. You see a car parked outside in the grass with a worker underneath changing the oil with bare hands. A group of ten people inside the shop staring at the same car which is totally covered in oil. One car's upside down on a lift, several cars are parked in the lot missing tires, slightly rusted, and a single happy customer is driving away. Would you want to get an oil change from them? This is the hobby board game publishing world. Don't get me wrong, it's terrible to say it, and it's not really their fault. Anyone would suck at this all-encompassing job. The main reason most people suck at making board games is because 
there's no training classes. Being aware of colorblind issues, how to write and format a rulebook, the difference between cardstock, the functionality of universal symbols, proofing hundreds of game components for clarity and quality, there's literally no end to the skill sets needed that can only be acquired through hands-on experience both playing and creating games. Plus, you don't make millions doing it, so it's like a side job for many, which means there's very little motivation to standardize all aspects of production. So publishers are forced to take on every single facet of the job, from concept to completion, and that process can be stressful and tiring, even with good help. And on top of that, they have to deal with us designer divas. The point is, don't expect the workflow system to be perfect, or even exist. Expect that a publisher will ask for some free work. Expect that the publisher will change things about your game. Expect that they will miss or alter deadlines. Expect that your game will be released imperfect. Expect that you will be annoyed or angry about one or more of these things. Expect to have emotions on both sides and to accept compromise. But hope is not lost. There are things you can do to ease the entire process for both yourself and that dick publisher that maliciously wants to suck all the beauty out of your game. Be proactive. Do you feel like the world is passing you by? Are you always one step behind? You're probably not lame. You've just forgotten to be proactive. Proactivity is your safeguard against surprise and disgust in a world that is ready to rip out your throat and bathe in your blood at any moment. By taking a little initiative up front, you can avoid major frustrations later. Don't be slow active. Be proactive. The first practical step is being proactive, and it's the most obvious and most difficult and most awkward part. The goal is to avoid regret and to appear professional. You can't regret something you've already fixed. Communicate what you want. I polled several game designers about their experience with publishers. These are designers that have completed the entire process pretty much by themselves, designers that were completely hands-off, and designers somewhere in the middle. The overwhelming feedback was that when designers make requests, the publisher is willing to consider these requests, and when designers offer assistance, publishers tend to accept their help. Weird. The key piece of information, which also seems kind of obvious, is that designers are not happiest when all the work is done for them, nor are they happiest when they do everything themselves. A good mixture of meaningful involvement and time apart from a game seems to be the best formula for designers that are happy with their final product. So, say something. And say it early enough that something can be reasonably done about it. If you wait until they show you the final art, it's too late to bitch. How to critique properly. Sometimes in life, you will find yourself unhappy with something that has been given to you. This may be a hamburger from your local hamburger store or a Windows phone. Fear not, as proper critique can express your disappointment and encourage others to provide better service without anger or indignation. You receive an email and don't like the direction, art, or whatever, anything about the contents. Pause. I was taught in artist workshops to start by saying two things positive and then one thing negative. There are problems with this philosophy, but the general idea is good. Never start an email by critiquing a person's work. If they see vitriol right off the bat, they tend to just become annoyed and dismissive of future critiques. Plus, it doesn't help. The sandwich method is much better. Say something good first, something meaningful good first, not begrudging, something specific as opposed to vague. What direction do you want this thing to move towards? If the thing you are looking at is busy or disjointed, 
Focus on what is clear and say how clear it is. Emphasize the good so that your artist, publisher, and graphic designer know what is good. Then say all your bad stuff. Again, don't just say, this sucks. Most people don't do this naturally, but if you are socially awkward, don't throw your hands in the air at the first sign of problems and pull an Alan Moore into sound involvement in the project while stating, Everyone who's in control of the film industry is an accountant. They don't have talent. Be insightful and work with the resources available. Don't suggest throwing it all away. That's awkward and annoying. Then finish by restating what you thought was good and reiterating your confidence despite the mentioned flaws. This will emphasize what is good and hopefully inspire head nods. The idea is not to tear apart the project, but to move it onto a shared path that both the publisher and yourself can agree on. And a few quick extras. You is a confrontational word. Avoid using you. We may sound a little pretentious, but it's certainly better than emphasizing that there's a gap between your understanding and the person you are speaking with. Don't fight every battle. Perfection is a shitty word. Your game isn't perfect. It never will be. Let it go, you asshole. Handling Feedback In the previous lesson, we learned that providing proper critique is a fundamental tool to help make your project and life better for you and those around you. But critique is a two-way street. And a proper human being must be able to receive feedback with dignity and grace. It may be difficult to hear sometimes, but if you can admit fault and correct your actions, you can improve your quality of life and also become more attractive to the opposite sex. You're going to receive an email you don't like. It's either going to ask you to do something you don't want to do or change an aspect of your game that you don't want to change. You will feel a rage build inside you. It will make your cheeks burn and your eyes bleed. You will start typing a response in the most strict and threatening terms about how you cannot possibly expect... Stop! Gut check. How good are you at what you do? Ask yourself, how much do you actually know about game design or production? Do you have all the right answers? Is it possible that a suggestion from an outside source may actually improve the game? There are three levels of expertise. A beginner knows nothing, a pro thinks they know everything, but an expert actually knows a lot but realizes that they know nothing. Be a beginner or an expert. Don't be a pro. Pros are bros. Pros are indignant and obstinate and unwilling to budge, and most of all, defensive. If you find yourself answering, it just has to be that way, then you are being defensive. Be open-minded. Think about things. The best advice, never answer an email that proposes changes immediately. Sleep on it. There's nothing so pressing that it cannot have a few hours to ruminate. My emails have changed from literal screaming from my fingertips to tacit acceptance and excitement at new possibilities over the course of a calm five hours. Surprise is a killer. Dilute it with time. You may be delighted by the results when you don't act emotionally. Other quick notes, don't take it personally, and definitely don't project or make assumptions that someone else has made it personal. This can result in really unproductive spouts of anger. And don't get jaded. It's really difficult not to take an apathetic stance on everything after doing this a few times. Try your best to stay interested, even when your brain just wants to flip a table and stab, 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 stab a knife into a random person's kidneys. The power of no. The final and most controversial communication between both parties is the word no. The word no is powerful. There should not be wiggle room when it is used. It should not be used flippantly, often, or on trivial items. It can immediately cause anger and stonewall communications. You will need to say no. But also respect a no in response. Only use the word no when something is a legitimate impossibility or when you must be firm about something important. No's can result in big arguments if both parties do not respect the word. 
Production of a game should be an exciting and stressful time. It's where many of the hard cuts and important decisions must be made, where components and final art will be fully realized. Stick to your deadlines, know your limits, and communicate them thoroughly. Because once that production copy is in your hands and the horror of development is over, the only thing left will be the deep sense of satisfaction tarnished daily by the whims of players. Stupid, stupid game players who can't read rules, make sweeping statements about your game's balance after a single play, and sometimes make scathing stupid reviews about your gift to the world. Take a brief moment to enjoy this delightful stress, because next up is public opinion. And all the joy, depression, and anger that enduring critical reception in